<laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> Dave of the Off the Cuff podcast is in a, an emergency security guard phone call right now. If you don't know, Dave is a high profile security guard <laughs> at, a, at a local factory, which I cannot disclose uh, for safety reasons. Of course, uh. <laughs> um, he left he left the dangers of policing and took it even further because he needed the adrenaline rush still. Uh, all we know, all work. we know at this point is someone has taken the AAA batteries out of the mouse in the security office. They're reviewing uh, footage. They are attempting to locate the culprits, and we will keep you abreast of the situation as we have further information. <laughs> so we'll see what happens with Dave. All right, everybody, welcome to the Off the Cuff reboot. We're back, baby. We're back, kind of, so, because. Dave's not even fully here. Yeah, Dave's not here yet, um, which is par for par for the course for this show. Uh, that's uh, that's how it goes. So welcome to everyone in the chat. We appreciate you being here. And uh, before we dive further in, just share this stream up wherever it is. And we can start filling it up. Interestingly enough, YouTube has been uh, my nemesis for years. And I posted a link yesterday to this on my community wall. And it literally got zero engagement, none, not a like, not a downvote, not a comment, nothing. I can post a meme of Betty Crocker and I'm going to get a hundred reactions on YouTube community. But when you bring up uh, the fact that you're bringing a podcast back, apparently they don't I like that. Betty Crocker. Yeah, Betty Crocker is pretty good. Can you still say Betty Crocker? Is that a thing or is that has that been canceled? <laughs> Wait, why would that be canceled? I don't know. Is she white or black? Oh, I don't know. Me Wait, either. Why? <laughs> Does anybody see <laughs> Betty Crocker's face? She makes some delicious. Uh, she has like goods. a 50s old white lady's name, though. Julia Childs. Julia Childs. <laughs> Didn't she get in trouble for racism? Oh, that was Martha Stewart. Wait, who no, that was? Uh, no, that was tax fraud. No, no, no. It was okay. a lady. She makes chicken or something. No, like no, that. no. It was who, the, who is um, that lady? Oh, it was the Southern Rachel lady. Ray. Yeah, yeah. Not Rachel Ray. <laughs> <clears throat> what is like that lady's name? Major cooking person, dude. I can't think. There's a lot of racism in the in the culinary world. That's my experience. <laughs> I don't. Hey, listen, guys. Uh, it's International Women's Month or Day. I think it's Women's Month. <clears throat> so uh, I just want to celebrate the finest among us. Uh, we put the meme up, please. Um, oh God. So it doesn't matter what (laughs) doesn't matter what size. It doesn't matter what color you are. It doesn't matter if you're even a woman. We're all women this month, everybody. We are all women this month. Paula Dean, yes. Paula Dean, racist bitch. Roger Man Blue. I like how there's just this photo of Peter Parker as Spider-Man, McGuire holding this, trying to hold it together, trying to hold it together. Paula Dean. Um, yeah, anyway, so real quick guys, what the show is going to be about, uh, you know, before, if you don't know me and Dave, we were both cops. Dave actually did a full career. I quit halfway through. Um, so Dave's Dave's the superior human being now with the, the, the roles are reversed. I do cool things. And Dave is a high level security guard, um, Uh, which is cooler debatable that's up to you the audience the audience can decide that's true and uh 
we had we, we always struggled when we did off the cuff before because we didn't it was like our way of kind of blowing off steam and not talking about cop stuff and then we kind of got sucked into the idea of needing to do cop stuff to yeah. be on the the old show and neither of us were really that interested in always being pigeonholed into cop stuff uh so now we're free we've been unchained we tried other podcast names like Django. Yeah, it's like Tango emancipation. We've been emancipated. Take the that, Paula Dean. That's right. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're free. And uh, why not start it out with, with a banger? But real quick, real quick, what's, uh, what's the highlight? Since we have podcasted last, what's the main thing you want the audience to know? What's been going on in your life? The your, main thing I want the audience to lives. know, I, I, we have to Do I have cancer? George Washington's Hey, that's racist. Concern. Yes. Because you look underweight. I've been I've just sure been losing weight in and shape, in shape. <laughs> and I've gained it all. Yeah, Elijah took all my fat cells. I've gained freaking pounds. Chubba Wubba over there. Freaking I'm open them up and there's another doll soon. inside. It's Elijah. Pretty soon I'm gonna have another to have another Elijah ankle in there. <laughs> Keep getting for, smaller and smaller for men. <laughs> anyway, what's so Elijah got fat, I got skinny. What have you been up to, Dave? I can tell you, um, the best thing for me is that there's no no news. Um, when you reach my age, any news is usually bad news. So that's <laughs> that's my that's true. That's my mountain right there. So yeah, um, that's our Legit update, guys. Well, no, my update is I got a freaking Harley, and I'm basically the coolest guy around. Oh, I didn't know you were coming out on the show. Yeah, it had to be done. Yeah, what, what do you think about his Harley, Harley Dave? You got a little Sportster, right? Yeah, 48, 1200. Yeah, girl bike. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Peanut tank. Something in my throat. It's not a penis. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, so, yeah. Good no, luck. hey, it's a 1200. It's, 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 I know it's zippy. I mean, it's no Electroglide like I used to that's, have. But, that's uh, true. Yeah. I mean, it, you're it not is wrong. What it is. It so. is what it is. But you, but you have a motorcycle, and I, I, I sold mine. So I am saving up for an e-bike because I am environmentally conscious. <laughs> Harley sells one of those, I think. Did they really? I saw they one made called like some a prototype, a Suron or something like that, and they're forty four hundred dollars. But they have the torque of a dirt bike. That's pretty sweet. You know, right now Kyle's going. I can't fucking believe I agreed. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Why did I say yes good, to this nonsense? God. They said five minutes. It's he's been like, like 40 fucking minutes. He's like, wow, last so week I'm doing Tucker, and now already. I'm doing with these three stooges. <laughs> Tucker's fucking softballing fucking questions to him. We're going to go. We're going to we're going to go hard hitting. I'm going to pull of them have Steve Carell in the background. <laughs> I'm going to <laughs> I'm going I'm to pull a total bait and switch. We're going to go hard oh, in the paint God, against yeah. Kyle and just like go right after him. And like he's going to be Isn't like, oh, true, no, Kyle. So how much do you uh, like Paula Dean? <laughs> you like Paula Dean's racism, don't you? <laughs> You've always been a racist, haven't you? Oh, my right, green room back there. Well, I'll um, tell you what, with a kind of with, with a kind of uh, past few years he's had, I imagine he's developed pretty good fucking sense of sense of humor. Yeah, yet, so. yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I would guess so. 
Uh, yeah, guys, we said we were going to be talking to Kyle, and so let's and talk if ever, to Kyle. anybody actually knows him, if they could maybe get him on the show, this actually was more of a bait and switch. We were hoping, guys. we were, yeah, we were just pulling this thing to where you know how you invite celebrities to your wedding and you hope all the way up to the time you say I do that they show yeah, up somehow. Retweets or something. It's like, it's like we hoped that he was be here, but he's. I actually have know. Kyle's direct line. Hey, <laughs> Kyle. Yeah. Uh, look. Hey, got your call. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> wow. Well, you guys are going to start your own show, freaking yeah. losers. <laughs> Did you guys plan that? Mike, oh, no. so good. I'm surprised he knew my name. <laughs> this guy's a smart cookie right here. <laughs> What's Absolutely up, Kyle? Amazing. How's it going? Thank you for having me. Dude, uh, yeah, thank you for being here. I was, uh, I was a little nervous. I saw one time on social media, you were like, hey, what, what podcast should I go on? And I was like, how douchey is it of me to say uh, mine? mine. <laughs> so, uh, and at the time, I didn't even have this. This wasn't even going on. I was like, I had this idea that we would want to kick it off with with, uh, with you. So we've just been waiting, uh, waiting for you. You're, the, you're our special True. someone, Kyle. <laughs> it's actually a funny story. So I used to watch you and Officer Daniels like way back in the day, like years ago. So I actually knew who you were. like five, six years ago, which is hilarious. <laughs> That's amazing. It's a, it's a weird, you know, and, and now that you've been in, in the spotlight, you, I'm, I know because, you know, I follow you on social media. So I see you get, you've met a lot of high profile people a lot and you start to realize like, we're all, everybody's just kind of like normal people. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, and you, you start to kind of, become unaware of the fact that you're around people that everybody else thinks is, you know, whatever, but I still can't help it when like, I, I was sitting on the couch one day and I think we were like messaging back and forth and showing pictures of our dogs to each other or something like that. And I'm like, my wife was like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm showing Kyle, my dog, <laughs> like a Luther. And she's like, <laughs> you live a weird life, man. I'm like, yeah, I know. It's, it's so strange, isn't it? So but uh, I'm I'm really honored that you took the time to come hang out with us. Um, we'll, man, where do we start? Let's see. Um, well, can I, can I, I can say something. Yeah, because I do. I can talk every once in a while. I think I. Uh, I guess I've been drinking. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but I have though. Um, no, um, <laughs> get it? No, let's I have. be honest. So, like, <clears throat> we we had kind of gone into this podcast thinking, hey, let's let's get to know Kyle Rittenhouse because. The only thing that people know are is what the media portrays you as, right? They don't know, you know, what you do day to day, who you really actually are as a person, right? Uh, the only thing we think of, it's it's like an actor. You might as well be a fucking actor on a TV show for all that we know, you know, or for all that the public knows. And depending on what station you watch, is how you're going to be portrayed as uh, portrayed as the villain or like the protagonist, you know, and it's, it's just such a, it's gotta be a weird feeling. Is that a weird feeling for you? It is because I see a lot of the media reports betray me as somebody I'm not. And then I I'll read it. I started reading and I'm just like, okay, I don't really care at this point. Like mother Jones released an article about me today. Um, it's more of like a manuscript based on how long it was, but I read it and I'm just like, okay, they really don't want to take the time to get to know me. Um, they, they spread a, spread a lot of false narratives and I just honestly started ignoring most of them because most of them turn out to be BS anyway. 
Yeah, for sure. I, I can't even imagine. It's <laughs> bad enough imagine in the police that. world, but like for you that that focus on one individual it's different when like you can kind of categorize like a career or profession or anything of that nature but when it's all of a sudden like it's like an arrow right into the target and you are the only target that there is it's got to be something that do you find yourself like maybe not so much now but in the beginning like when all of this stuff happens to you do you did you find yourself like being on social media even more or did you find yourself like kind of cutting back in that um yeah i definitely saw myself on social media more but more in the sense is like i was paranoid for like my safety so i was constantly monitoring like somebody know where i lived like like monitoring death threats seeing what people are saying about me more like on that sense I didn't really care what people said. I, I did get offended a couple of weeks ago for the first time because somebody edited my face with Don, Donald Trump Jr. And I was just like, I was like <laughs> offended for some reason. I'm like, I haven't really gained that much weight. And that was my motivation to start working out again. I still have yet to do that part, but. <laughs> the picture only makes you stronger. <laughs> Pumping weights out. That's amazing. Where, uh, where did you grow up? I grew up in Wisconsin in Illinois. Like on like the border. weekends, we we are like, yeah, you're a border kid. I know. I don't know what that's like. So like you might go to McDonald's, you know, in Wisconsin and then drive over to Walmart in Illinois like that. Well, it was actually the other way around. So we had Costco in Wisconsin and then we had McDonald's in Illinois and I lived on the Illinois side. So I'd get my chicken nuggets and then I would go to Costco if that makes sense. Yeah, why don't you just go get free samples at Costco the whole time instead that's of buying call. any chicken nuggets? It's a good call, Mike. That that's <laughs> you getting me with logic. You said this would be an easy interview, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Questioning his whole life. I went to Chipotle tonight for dinner, and my wife was trying to talk me into going to Costco to get uh, or Sam's Club or something to get hot dogs. Or I'm like, I'm not going to Sam's Club to get a hot dog. What's the one? Is it Costco the dollar fifty hot dog? Is that what it is? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. What, what is your Chipotle order, Mike? Uh, my Chipotle order tonight was burrito with white rice, double chicken, green sauce, and some cheese. Oh, that sounds good. It was delicious. It was, it was one thousand and fifteen calories. Oh, good <laughs> oh my <Lord>. gosh! <laughs> Tracking my macros. Weight loss, Mike, loss. over here. That's right. This, but see, that's the perfect example. How do you Mike, think Nick I got like this? this? Yeah. <laughs> Michael load up like he'll be like I just ate three thousand calories and he's gonna go but it was thirty grams of protein like it's like somehow like that overcompensates I was over yesterday and he just pulls out this bag of salmon that had been sitting out like in some bag sitting I didn't know it existed it's it's a and he just opens it up and he just starts eating I'm like what are you doing man like like, raw salmon. salmon I, oh, it's like uh, you know, who knows the tuna packets, is. like the the star kiss, like you just tear the yeah, packet off. And weird. It was, and like, he just starts eating it. it was, and it was, was like salmon. thirty grams of protein. It's Thirty-one grams of gym. protein in a packet like this is salmon, man. <laughs> and then That's he weird, just leaves man. and goes to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get my swole on, dude. That's oh, not man. weird at all. I don't want to be looking like Don Junior with Kyle's face. Um, so. What's uh? What would you say your earliest memory is? If you grew up grew up in the on the border there, what uh? T- tell me about your early life. Like what 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 was the what was that like for you as far as you can remember? Well, I grew up fairly poor, so like 
we didn't go on much vacations. I don't remember like going on any vacations. I just remember like maybe going to my grandma's house, spending holidays there, Thanksgiving, opening presents at Christmas. Um, I remember there's one birthday I had, I was like six years old. Um, I got like this helmet thing. It was like this weird little helmet and it was like a police helmet for like kids. I remember that for one of my birthdays. I actually saw that picture the other day going through some memories, but it was just pretty boring. As you know, there's not much to do in the Midwest. Um, we have snow and cornfields pretty much. And we have Lake Mich- Michigan. So I'd go to the lake sometimes because I was only about 30 minutes from there, 20, 30 minutes from there and go to the beach all the time. So was yeah, it like, was it wasn't, so it was actually kind of like more country-esque, not so much urban then. Cause you said like, like cornfields. Yeah. So like there, we had our small towns. Like I grew up in Antioch, Illinois. Um, and it was, it was tiny. Like nobody really knows where that is. It's just outside of Kenosha. It's about 20 minutes from Kenosha and there's just nothing there. It's, it's a small town. I actually, I drove through it a couple of weeks ago. I was in Wisconsin a couple of weeks ago. I snuck my way in and I was driving through and I'm like, wow, I didn't realize how run down this town looks. Hmm. I like how he had to sneak in like he's it's like, like the Von Trapp family. Trying to like sneak <laughs> so yes. when you, yeah, so I guess I like, I have some questions about like how, how you grew up and all that, but like, do you plan on, have you, do you go to school now or are you going to be going to college? Like, is there like, what are you doing right now? Like currently uh, fighting a civil lawsuit. Um, I'm in the <laughs> semester right now. Um, right now I'm just focused on, um, fighting this lawsuit and focusing on myself and yeah, that's, that's what I'm doing. Getting healthy. What, what do you, what do you do to de-stress? Um, what do I do to de-stress? What's that? (laughs) Um, (laughs) well, one of the things I I used to do, I haven't done it in a while. I know I was texting Mike about it. I'm trying to find a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu gym where I'm out, but I used to do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu a little bit and that would be a great stress reliever. Um, Right now, I've just been listening to music. Like, I go on long car rides, and that's one of my de-stressors, just driving around. Do you listen to these guys when you're out, the Kenosha Kickers, the polka band? <laughs> the Kenosha Kickers from Home Alone. I drove from mom home to so good. the kid, to Kevin. Drove him home to Kevin. <laughs> that's actually one of my favorite movies. So which one is better, one or two? One. 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 One for sure. Two yeah. is um, one. Two is one in New York. I think two is better because it has Don, Donald Trump in it. Don't, <laughs> don't make me kick you out, Kyle. Come on, <laughs> just fighting words right there. Uh, yeah, one is one. One and done with Home Alone. I can't and, watch any of the other ones, and we watch it every Christmas as a family. So it's we know that movie inside now. I can yeah, pro- too. I I think I think if our family was in a room and we had to act out the parts we could probably do that movie with above 80 percent accuracy i think <laughs> you, you probably could what's that who would be you kevin <laughs> my brother yeah yeah uh, my youngest son would be would be kevin would elijah would be fu- elijah would be fuller no he'd be yeah fuller. He'd wet, i'm the he fat the bed. <laughs> oh wait no the what, what's the um <laughs> i can't even remember the older brother's name buzz, buzz. Buzz. <laughs> yeah, no, Buzz Buzz is the older one. Uh, um so 
you're growing up. Did you play? Did you have any siblings? Yeah, I had two. I have two sisters. I'm a middle child. Um, one's uh, 22, one's 19. So right there in the middle. Divorced did parents. They, what else? When did they get divorced? I was like eight, seven, eight years old. Who'd you and live with? Mom. I got to know. See, that's weird. Like I was my my parents divorced. I think I was between eight and 11. And I ended up living with my dad, which is actually really weird and different for especially back then, for sure. Yeah. Did uh, did you stay in a good relationship with both dad and mom? Or was it like you really favored one over the other? You know, I was younger, so I really didn't know what was going on. I was just more like, okay. And like, I didn't really focus on that. Okay. And then did your sisters beat you in the head while you wore your police helmet? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> My sisters terrorized me, so I get that. It's the worst. Mine still do. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I grew up a sissy. <laughs> that's how. That's why I grew up hating women. Yeah, well, don't do that on International Women's Offended. Month. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> don't forget about the cankles. Yeah. <laughs> don't never forget. I want to find someone that loves loves me as much as Toby <laughs> loves those laces. Um, did you play sports growing up? I wrestled and I did cross country in middle school. Which did you like more? I hate running with a passion. Oh God, yeah, I'm not a runner. So why? So why did you do cross country? I don't know. I thought it would be fun. And then I did. I, I, I hate running. You know what would be fun? <laughs> I didn't want to be that person that quit the cross country team. <laughs> well, you know, you didn't have to actually join it, too. <laughs> exactly. You know, I thought it would be fun when I joined. Yeah, I have no shame. I'd be like, I'd leave in the middle of the cross-country track. I'd be like, now this is gay. I'm yeah, out. No. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going? You can't leave. Says who? This is voluntary. Elijah's getting all mad because he loves contract? to run. Like, <laughs> I don't love to run anymore. You do, too. I, I got hemorrhoids, man. Say. <laughs> nope. Change the game. Oh, you got to fix, fix your diet. Dude, I'm like problems, an 80-year-old man. You are. I am got problems. held together by string cheese. <laughs> Why is that even a thing? I like cheese. All right, Kyle, you got to go. Uh, Desert Island can take one food. What are you taking with you? Oh, that's a great question because... One food. Can it be a, a food with multiple ingredients? And can I? Yeah, take yeah. Not a single yeah. ingredient. A single yeah. ingredient would be tough. <laughs> so, like, if I want to, can I bring the ingredient separate so I can make multiple dishes out of it? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, Ooh. yeah. You can. Yeah, let's, you're let's just. Too, you're, you don't quit softballing this. In this. this what do you mean hard on these? No, softball. one ingredient. You're letting, pick, you're letting him pick other ingredients so that he can create. What do you choose? <laughs> dirt or a stick? <laughs> I mean, what, what, <laughs> a stick, obviously. Duh. Yeah, clearly a stick. There's going to be like, dirt on the freaking island, idiot. Yeah, so you could say pizza, right? Because it's got multiple say, ingredients. Oh, sure. I would say garbage yeah. pizza. Mm, garbage pizza. pizza? Yeah, like you have your olives, your tomatoes, your onions, your pepperoni, your ham, your bacon. So it just dumps everything on it. Hell, That's everything. Pizza. Wow. Huh. <laughs> I don't I've know. Never heard of that term, it. garbage pizza. That's what pizza. Yeah, that's what we call the growing up. Well, nice. That makes sense. Sounds about right. <laughs> I, don't it does. I, mean, I guess I would still eat it if I was on a, a desert island, a deserted island or whatever. I would I would eat the garbage pizza. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> Sounds that bad to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. 
How many years did you wrestle for? <clears throat> a year. Yeah, I did the same thing. It was my freshman year. I I wrestled and I didn't really vibe with those guys. I got picked on anyway, so I got I got bullied. Shocker. <clears throat> That's why I became a cop. That's <laughs> <laughs> why so oh I, I wanted to turn the favor to society. Knew it. <clears throat> so, um, you grow up, you wrestle for a year, you hate cross country, you eat garbage pizza. You're a middle child getting beat up by your sisters. Split time between mom and dad, living on the border, going to Lake Michigan. <clears throat> um, what what kind of, uh, what was your scene in terms of like your friend circle? Was it like goth or, uh, you know? <laughs> was it goth or emo? What? Why is it, where are those the only two There's options? There's only two choices. <laughs> it was or. <laughs> um no it was uh at first i grew up in a little bit of a ghetto area um so like my friends weren't like the greatest they were like committing crime a little bit in middle school like so. <laughs> hey you guys want to you guys want to do some crime <laughs> like how they're yeah man crime a little bit let's do yeah. crime nothing major um, just some petty stuff armed robbery you know, yeah. just some minor things. But I realized those aren't the people Cartel I wanted business. to be associated with. So mm-hmm. stopped hanging out with them. I joined a police explorer program where I met some people and became friends with them. We had common interests. I wanted to be a cop when I was growing up. Um, yeah, those that was my friend circle pretty much. Like I, I associated with people like that, and then. Got a little bit older, made some different friends, made friends of different background. Um, my friend group ended up switching to like people who lived in Kenosha and that type of thing deal. Um, then I started working a lot, made friends at work. What was the job? I was a lifeguard and oh, swim nice. instructor. Nice. It was uh, it was it like a Bay Sandlot? The Sandlot. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh... Oh wait, that was a chick. That was a chick lifeguard. He, was, he faked out to kiss that in was... reverse. Yeah, <laughs> Sandlot. No, now it was like Stranger Things. You're like Billy at the. Uh, at oh the pool. yeah. Have you seen Stranger Things? I have not. Oh what? my gosh. This is Dude, something we're learning. You got to get off of this interview. Not don't get off during the interview. Uh, <laughs> right now, in any off. sense of the word, uh, yeah. No, no, in, in no way do I want you to get off. In, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop that. <laughs> um, you have, you have to make this a. Uh, this is a new priority for you. I'm writing right? it down right now. <laughs> it's very easy to remember. <laughs> Taking notes. Stranger things. I can't read my writing. You're gonna message me two days from now. What was that show you said to watch? I, I can't oh, read this. Yes. <clears throat> um, well, putting in my notes to message you now. <laughs> ask Mike what this, this was. This is who Mike <laughs> said you were. <laughs> like, Hello, yeah, Kenny. put his fa- put his face on Billy instead of uh, Don Jr. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, you said something that caught my attention about your friend group and them kind of getting into trouble because. We see uh, people who are surrounded by the same people. You've got whether it's maybe their their dad or their older brother or their friend group, and two people can be exposed to the same group. One person becomes like the group, and the other person, because of the group, becomes something completely different. 
And I'm always fascinated by what maybe, maybe you've never thought about this, but you can right now, which is why do you think it is that you didn't want to be like the other kids and you, you wanted something completely different? I watched 60 Days In and I didn't want no part of that. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I would watch those type of shows. I'd watch, like, 60 Days In and I'm like, yeah, I don't want any part of that. That's interesting. That's a good what, what was the one show where they sent kids in uh, to re- to rehabilitate them? Like, <clears throat> what was that? Yeah, straight. Straight. Yeah. Oh, that's yes. what it is, yeah. Yes. I think they should it? start doing more of that. Like you'll see, well, like yeah. some like twelve year old kid be like, "I do cocaine and I gamble," oh, and I'm just like, "What?" <laughs> you didn't do that when you were ten. <laughs> oh, am I missing so, out on something? No, no. Trust me, cocaine's overrated. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the best uh, scene in Beyond Scared Straight is when they try to make the kid eat the orange peel. Have you seen that episode? That's a great episode. <laughs> they're like two guys who are telling him to eat this orange peel and they're like bullying this kid. See if and you can find just... that. See if you can find that clip. We'll play it a little bit. And there's another okay. is, is that the same kid that was like saying he was repping the bloods? He was saying he was in a yeah. game. He's like, I'm not a blood. With the glasses. So good. Um so sounds like all in all in all, you had a pretty normal childhood yeah you don't look back and be like i was abused i was i was uh i was misguided i was led astray anything like that it's just pretty normal yeah so what what would you say like what's what's in the future for you you're you're a young guy you know like do you have like a girlfriend (laughs) You know, are you heading in like that kind of direct, like what's what's in store for you? You know, what is it that you are looking forward to? Like, where do you see yourself the next five years or 10 years or whatever? Well, my five year plan, I want to get my degree. Um, I want to get my degree. I want to get like I want to get educated, like very educated. Uh, Fun fact about me, about me, I actually dropped out of high school freshman year. So I don't, I'm not that educated. I don't have a very good background with that. I interesting, very far behind in math and English. That's so. okay. You don't need either of those. Yeah. Right. <laughs> did you get well, a GED or do you, or are you I still actually, during my trial? I went back to high school. I did oh, no a high school and I graduated in three months. Nice. Just goes to show you don't need four years. It's a big waste of time. Right. It's the worst. <laughs> Why did you drop out? I, I was working, I was single family household. So I was working to make money and yeah. Nice. I was working. I was actually working three jobs. I was a lifeguard at two places and a landscaper at the other. I did at this guy's private house. I would do landscaping, cut his grass. I did. I actually helped do his entire patio. That was the first like big construction thing I did. I was 17 um, we had to lay all these stones and like cut them and like, it was like this weird limestone stuff that cracked really easily. And like he said to be careful, they're like $150 a block. So yeah, they're like 80 pounds. So I had to be really careful not to break those. I remember that story. Incidentally, the weird thing about that is, uh, you heard about him on the news a few la- years later, Epstein. 
Maybe you've heard. Of <laughs> <laughs> I was doing. Okay, anyway, I used guy. to hang out with nice. guy quite a bit. At a private <laughs> island. Told me to call him Jeffrey. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Weird. Uh, so, so you want to go back to school now? Do you want to be a cop or do you? Are you looking no. for like something else now? Are like are you? I do not want to be a cop. No, hey, dude, great choice. Great choice not to be a cop. You're very you clear about that. Why? Why would you say the top top one or two reasons are like you're like absolutely not? So I have a lot of friends who are in law enforcement now, and I see how they're getting railed. Like I know a bunch of cops who's had to defend their lives on the job, and then they get railed for it, they get sued for it, and they do the right thing. Like mm-hmm. it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, that's a, that's I a actually, good reason to not, enough not reason. do it. Yeah. <laughs> So what do you want to do then? It's something with aviation. Um, For a while, I thought about maybe going to firefighting and EMS because that was a passion I had before. But I'm just like, I don't know if I want to do that. I don't I don't know if I want to deal with that. I know how much stress they deal with. I don't I already have enough stress as is and I just don't want to add to it. (laughs) Yeah, could be an air traffic controller. I hear those guys have easy jobs. (laughs) Oh, they don't get upset. Dentists too. Dentists are supposed to be super stressful. I don't know if that's true or not. There's, uh, there is a, a somebody put in here, and I, I do want to ask you this because I think this is kind of an important question. I think a lot of people actually have this. It's a little bit deeper of a question. You don't have to answer any of these fucking questions if you don't want to. But <laughs> yes, you uh, do answer every single question. <laughs> well, she says, "I feel so bad. Uh, his life has been utterly destroyed and smashed or smushed." Do you actually? Do you feel that way? Do you feel like? Again, how people portray, or you can be portrayed in certain things. Like, do you feel like? Hey, I've I've been railroaded, uh, or hey, this has happened to me. Life's getting me down. You know, like how does it make you feel? Because you know, obviously, these people, a lot of these people, really feel for the situation that you were in. Um, and so I, I'm just kind of curious as to how you you process that. That's a great question. So there's definitely hard days. There's definitely phases where I'm like really depressed and. I have to figure out, like, I have to find motivation to get out of bed and, like, do something. There's definitely times where that that's how it is, especially with seeing what, like, what's going on in the world, the things, directions are headed, um, the things I'm facing in my personal life, people I'm dealing with, and just trying to figure myself out. It's, it's difficult, and I just have to – I. I I have to like figure out what's right for me, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, I'm still yeah. still trying to figure out the right ways to cope um, and like become like sane in ways. I, I'm sane. I'm not saying I'm insane. But... <laughs> right. <laughs> what yeah, is yeah. Uh, what? What would you say up to this point has been some of your go to ways of coping or dealing with those moments where you feel being pull, pulled in a depression direction or difficult times. And obviously like I, I've, I've been through some intense moments personally in a courtroom, you know, but for trials that last a couple of weeks, not something where I'm on trial. I can't imagine that whole period of time. You know, what, what, did, what did you find during those times to be the way to, stay sane honestly my dog i have a i have a wonderful service dog milo 
Um, he's a golden retriever. He's one of the smartest dogs I know. And he's honestly helped me a lot. Like he mm-hmm. goes with me everywhere. I think I've sent you pictures of him on like yeah, yeah. playing with me and stuff. And he's, he's honestly what's helped a lot. How, how has that helped you? I mean, I, I don't have a service dog, so I don't know. I don't like my dog. Um, so I, <laughs> that is true. He does not like it. <laughs> does so your dog I, stand your shoes? No, my dog, my dog doesn't go anywhere. Uh, that's part of the problem. I, I, my, my daughter-in-law, my daughter-in-law, my daughter's dog was over today and followed me around the house. It was awesome. I was like, man, this is, I, I need a buddy like this. That'll follow me around. My dog doesn't do that. Um, so yeah, t- tell me, tell me how, cause I'm, I've always been curious. I spent a lot of time around police canines, but not so much, you know, support animals or whatever. How, how did, how has the dog helped you? Well, so these dogs are like highly, like highly skilled. They can sense when like you're anxious or you're nervous. Mm-hmm. And like, I actually, I suffer from panic attacks. So he can sense when that's coming on and he'll just like tackle me. He'll like get right in my chest and he'll just like start licking me. Wow. Um, actually last panic attack I had, like he shoved his tongue like down my throat, like, the weirdest thing ever. This thing I Kyle like, called too much information. <laughs> uh, so that, this is a safe space. This is safe space. Is it not a safe space? Like he like, he'll lick you to like, like get you to stop. And like, he'll just be like, no, not happening. Like knock it off. Did you have these anxiety attacks like before this whole thing happened or did they just start coming on like right after or during? Uh, I think during and right after. I think a lot of the stress, like especially from the trial and then life after the trial, it's definitely played a role. And then mm-hmm. the night, like the night of everything happened, played a major role in everything. But yeah, it is tough because like. I was never a guy who had like panic attacks. Or exactly. Anything, or I do man. That's it. <laughs> it's, it's true. Yeah. But like, that's not, uh, the, the logic holds up. We've checked. We've checked <laughs> we it. Did, uh, we it did checks out. Yeah. <laughs> but like anxiety is such a crazy thing, right? Like I like went like my whole life without feeling anxiety, even, even through police work. Um, and then all of a sudden, like, cause my brother was sick and all of a sudden, like I started feeling anxiety, like, panic like attacks it would wake me up at fucking three in the morning and like i'm trying not to freak everybody out and i gotta freaking go downstairs and go outside and feel like but then i had to keep telling myself like you might pass out but you're not gonna die like I, like i just found myself not knowing what else to fucking do but found myself there is that kind of like how it is for you like that kind of kick off like that oh absolutely and i'll tell you waking up at three in the morning because of that is the worst feeling ever oh, fucking um, horrible i have a couple stories of that like i'll wake up i'll hear a bump in my house like just like a pen drop or something or like like the concrete just shifting to the house or something mm-hmm. or creek and my heart will just sink and like feel like a like an elephant on your chest and i'm like oh my goodness yeah mm. yeah that's what's up for i'm very fortunate to not have experienced uh, what you guys are describing in, in the same wow, way. Wow, how I, nice I, of you. I've had, I've just said I'm fortunate. <laughs> he did say it. He said he was fortunate. Right. Said I'm fortunate. You get a pass. Blessed. I'm not pass. trying, I'm not comparing my cush life, you know, of complete luxury. Obviously, look at, look around me. <laughs> He's got a um, Michael Scott threat little midnight poster. He's doing well. Yeah. I just, uh, I've always been fascinated by, by the support animal aspect of things and, and yeah, to have you, sure. to have you, 
name that as like a primary coping mechanism is, is very interesting to me for sure. Um, would you describe yourself as uh, a man of faith? Does does faith play into your life at all? Or is that something that's not a consideration? It does. I, I There has been times where I've definitely fallen out of my faith. And yeah, there's been times that, but right now I'm just working on growing closer to God praying. I'm just hoping everything starts out because I talked to a good friend actually yesterday who says I just need to rely on the Lord and everything will be okay because God's mm -hmm. plan. And mm -hmm. I think that's easy for them to say. What's that? Yeah, it's, it <laughs> is easy for those guys to say. <laughs> it is easier for sure. Yeah, especially when I mean, this sounds so this this is going to sound really blasphemous, but you know, God doesn't tackle you and stick his tongue in your mouth and calm you down. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's hard. It's, it's, <laughs> but it's he does a, send a lover. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? Wait, what? Are we not uh, in a safe space here? Is this not where? Wait, I don't know even what you're. That, that's not so even. So, anyways, this was the kid who was Christian acting reservation. like he was a gang member. Look, <laughs> Urkel and Will wow. Smith yelling at him. I just, I had to break oh, up Lord. whatever the hell just happened. So, <laughs> I had to throw something. We had to distract from Dave's uh, having God Comment. send random women to. Dave's you like, I haven't I thought about that ever <laughs> until right now. <laughs> so what would you say, Kyle? Is you have the the whole night of the incident itself and the wake the 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 immediate wake of that like let's call that like situation 1 then you've got the trial situation 2 and then you have now like right. defending yourself still post trial now the civil lawsuit so you got these three distinct sort of like movements and maybe you would break it down into more than that or less than that but from an outside person like watching this, which which one of those situations has been the most difficult to walk through? Uh, definitely the trial. I know a lot of people would think the night where I had to defend myself was the most difficult. And that was that was difficult. It wasn't easy to have to protect myself. But at the time I was doing, I was fighting for survival. I did what I had to do to survive. And then it hits you more after. So I would say like I had the physical fight of having to fight for my life and then the mental fight right after. And then I had the legal fight. I'm sure you heard that the physical, the mental and the legal before. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly how it's been going for me. Now it's shifted physical, mental, legal, mental, legal. And yeah. I think the trials are definitely hard. This civil trial, it's very frustrating, but I don't have, it's a little less stressful because they're only coming after money. They're only suing me for money. I I don't have the thought of if I lose this, I'm going to prison the rest of my life. So yeah. that's, that's definitely something that takes a little bit of the stress off of that. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's, just learning to deal with these situations. And it's hard because there are these challenges to where I have to relive the moments of what I had to do. And it's mm -hmm. like a constantly constant reminder. Like it's no like trying to forget about it or move on because you have constant media talking about it. There's constant post and then you have lawsuits and talking to lawyers. So there's no really like moving on from it in, in a sense as of right now. 
Yeah, and just yeah. when you think you're, you're like you're, it's easing off. All of a sudden, boom! You get hit with another fucking thing, and you feel like you're right back in it. <clears throat> yep. Hmm. So you're coping. You you've got a support animal. You're leaning into faith. What does your support network look like on a day to day basis with people in your in your lives? I mean, I know that you wake up every day and want to reach out to me for help, but uh, outside outside of Mike, that, I told you that in confidence. <laughs> <laughs> outside of needing me to to be able to thrive in life, uh, what does your day to day look like with people people around you? Did 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 people that you loved and had relationships with before that you thought were good take off and abandon you or did really okay can you talk about that a little bit no because i don't want i don't want to like throw anybody under the bus or i got you yeah um but there's definitely been that but my day-to-day sort of looks like my like support system i don't know if you've heard of the foundation canine for cops so I'm, i'm great friends with the founder um i actually live down the road from her um so She's been a great support system and I go to her ranch all the time and she helps me a lot. She gets me resources to like help, help me in my daily life and people, good connections. Have you ever thought about maybe <clears throat> utilizing this experience to be able to help other people at some point? I mean, obviously, clearly you're still having to go through all this bullshit, but like, like someday maybe like being able to kind of like reach it. Cause you're reaching, you, you've reached a, a, a bit of a celebrity status, right? Like people know who you are, you know what I mean? And, and so I'm not saying that in a weird way. I'm saying that like, would you ever consider using that uh, to be able to help people? Because it seems like you've been able to utilize like people around you have been a strength for you um and you're talking about like your your animals your your dog and and it just seems like man it's that's something that should you should definitely look into because man it just seems like you know yeah definitely so um there's actually some things i'm not going to announce a bunch of it but i'm actually doing some things on the background with some people hopefully to hopefully to be able to help some people in the future it's that's me. awesome just so you know. That's you. Oh, He's going to help you. <laughs> Ain't no help in you, man. Did you see somebody commented? They thought Elijah was me. They're like, Kyle grew a goatee. <laughs> you guys do look kind of similar. I can see it. I can you see it. Look like, are you my dad? Dad, dad my father? <laughs> well, that's well, a running a, debate. I'm We're a... not even sure which one of us is me or Dave is Elijah's dad. Right. Uh, yeah, we tried to do the math, There's... but neither of us are good at math. So <laughs> we were seeing so many of the same people around the same time that it's like a coin toss at this point. <laughs> and neither of us want to take responsibility for it either. So <laughs> I don't even know who I am. Uh, all right. Somebody wanted to know uh, who your favorite minion is. Well, I don't even remember the names. Is what is it? Bob Stewart, Kenny. What? What? It says Bob, Kevin, or Stewart. I don't even know the difference. Between <laughs> Kevin, that's like the only one I know. The one with the the like Kevin. I like Kevin. All right. <laughs> <laughs> like how confident you were in your answer. Yeah, Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Kevin. He's the one on the poster in my room. Kevin, for sure. Kevin. Final answer. <laughs> he's the one I. He's the he's the uh, one I snuggle with at night. The stuffed animal. <laughs> All right. What's office favorite movie. Favorite movie? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, One of your favorites, I should say that. You know. Because I have a follow-up question for that, too. 
probably grown-ups one or two. Anything with Adam Sandler. Um, yeah, anything with Adam Sandler. See, you're kind of crushing this because, like, <laughs> this is no, that's a wrong is, answer, no, Kyle. No, so like, Damn, I, I, could go, I could go. You know what? My favorite movie was Braveheart, but that's we've talked about this. It's not really my fucking favorite movie. It's hey, a movie. I just watched something comes on. I'm like, oh, I gotta watch that. Mine was like fun with Dick and Jane. I, like every time it comes on, for some reason, I'm drawn to it like a moth to a flame. So there's, there's <laughs> those movies where you go, yeah, that's my favorite movie. And that's for show, because the reality is when you're flipping through the channels, that's what you're going to watch them. Equalizer. Equalizer 2, baby. You know, I don't know many people that flip through the channel to find movies anymore. Don't we have Hulu and Netflix? <laughs> well, Dave I may, or may not be 50. I don't know. Dave is the leader of the uh, security force, the task force. <laughs> yeah, the and the security of office, they only have an old an old knob-turning television. <laughs> so UHF. That's yeah, still on VH. <laughs> he's got he's to tune it in. This is Kevin, by the way. Yeah, Kevin. I like Kevin. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> what what about your favorite uh office character? Who do who's your favorite character Dwight. and who do you, Dwight do you think oh, God, who yeah. would you He's who so would you good. play if you were gonna play a character? Could you pull it could you pull off Dwight? No, I, I don't know. I, I like Dwight. I'm gonna be honest, I haven't watched that much of the office. I've seen a couple episodes and every single one I've seen Dwight has been hilarious. I like when they like put Jello, all the pranks they pull on Dwight, and then I liked the fire safety episode. Yes, oh, yeah. where they broke the handle and they set the office on fire, and then the CPR classic. <laughs> yeah, that is uh, that is one of the best. So you now have to watch Stranger Things, which you've got four seasons. I think of that. Is that Dave would know? He's a nerd. He's he plays Dungeons and Dragons. By the way, oh, I should have I should have pre pre-screen the questions before I can make sure this is a good interview. <laughs> um, you got to watch Stranger Things, and now you, ha- you have to watch all of The Office. Don't it's waste like your time with Stranger Things. Entertainment. Now, Stranger Things is totally worth it. I don't know. I love that show. I got, very, I got a question. Well Die Hard. Is it a Christmas movie or not? Um, I don't think Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Yes, it go. is. See? There Die Hard is a Christmas movie. It's not even. It's not even Man. a debate. I don't even know why anybody asked the question. It is. Well, here we go again. A man's trying to get home to his family. It is Home Alone with a lot of guns. No, it's not. Yes, You're it wrong. is. You're wrong. The guy's trying to get home to his family for Christmas and gets stopped. Well, Mike can't talk anymore. <laughs> 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 Come on, man! Just on our end. I was I, I hit my stride and you cut me off. Oh. <laughs> it was so great to just see you. Just was I was like, I'm going, I'm going, and I see this little, little symbol in the corner. I'm like, what the? Come on, like progressively man. getting like more like elevated. <laughs> I was, I was getting pretty heated. Bottom line is, Home Alone and Die Hard have the same exact plot. Best movie is behind me. Families trying to get reunited for Christmas. And bad guys are stopping them. Do you know when the new John Wick movie comes out? Is that soon? Soon? Are you excited to see it? Yeah. I'll see it on. I'll see it. Not not enough to go to the theaters. Do you go to theaters, Mike? (laughs) I know know a lot of people are scared of movie theaters. Are Are you one of those people? Do you go to movie theaters? I'm not scared of it. I just don't enjoy being in close proximity to humans. So I don't really go. Listen, man. The last time I went to a movie theater... There was a guy who put on a mask in the middle of Ooh, the yeah. 
movie. And I was like, what the hell's going on? So I got up and I went and told uh, one of the workers and they just laughed at me. <laughs> and I was like, I'm leaving, man. I'm like, I'm not getting shot up today. I'm like, I gave the warning. I told the employees I am leaving. <laughs> I, I washed my hands of this. The last time I went to the movie theaters, I could be wrong, but my last recollection is going to see Endgame. So there are certain things Ooh. that I'll go because. How long ago did that come out? 2018, like, 2019. I don't know. I have a I have a TV on the wall that works just fine, and I can pee when I want, and I can drink what I want. You I can, can have as many Reese's, Reese's Pieces as I want, you know? <laughs> March 23rd, that's when the new John Wick comes out, guys. Coming up. And no, you guys want to go together? together? You guys want to hook up and go see John Wick at the, at the theater? I'd go anywhere with you. You know that. Kyle, you coming into town? I'm not going to Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Just as confident. I, 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 I like the number of holes I have on my body. I don't want more. <laughs> Come on. See now you're see now you're believing the media hype. See you're you can't you can't have it both ways. You can't you can't want to be a real person. Not the Listen, media portrays you. And Michigan is give Michigan a bad rap. <laughs> Literally everywhere I've gone, like. I've traveled with nonprofits to do video work and everywhere I've gone, they're like, oh man, this is a really bad part of town. I'm like, this looks like my neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I've been in like uh, some parts of California and like, someone's driving me around. Now this is the ghetto. And I'm like, really? Because this is like better than where I live. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh. <laughs> nice. Um, what music do you listen to? Somebody wanted to know that because you said you like to go for drives and listen to music. So what what's the playlist look like? All right, let's check it out. Oh, oh wow. I'm excited. Real time, real time oh, info. Yeah. So I listen to this album called Backboard Country and has like a bunch of things like Jordan Davis, Morgan Wallen, Cody Johnson, Luke Combs, just a bunch of those. Sam stuff. Hunt's coming in July. I just bought tickets. Bing, bang, bong. I don't know who that is. You better I don't know any you'd of come to Michigan for a little Sam Hunt, wouldn't you? Damn right you would. <laughs> if Dave gets you tickets to Sam Hunt, are you going to come to Michigan? <laughs> Is uh, Dave going to cover uh, security for five? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's just two. It's you and your dog. That's it. He'll cover security for that. And he's good at security. That's what and he Dave does. has to partake oh, yeah, in the gig. service dog. <laughs> I've, I've done some things. I've done. What some venue things. is it? Where's Where's Sam Hunt coming? Uh, it's coming to uh, Pine Knob. Oh, that's the, that's a. Oh, you can you can stay secure at Pine Knob, kind of. Oh yeah, sort of. I was gonna say if it was if it, you'd have the ability kinda. to really get the lockdown on the amphitheater. Like what's what's that one place called in Sterling Heights? What's that amphitheater called? Uh, shit, I forget. I, I just had to talk about it the other day too. I don't remember. Nah, whatever. Nobody in the audience Nobody cares, cares, so we, we don't cares. need to care either. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, Freedom Hill. Freedom Hill. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. I just Good. freaking pulled it up, you jerk. Yeah, you know. Sorry. I just Sorry. Google searched. I was just too slow. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, there. Uh, honey, Honey Badger knows what's up. Oakland County, baby. So many cops there. Yeah, there are. <laughs> Oakland well, County's worse. If you are going to come to Michigan, Kyle, go to Oakland County. It's much safer there. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, it is. It's a nice I don't place. know if I trust that. No, no, no. I'm telling. I'm shooting you straight Actually, on that one. Is one of the richest counties in the fucking go go to niche.com. It's number twelve in places to live in the United States. You know, last yeah. time I was in Michigan was actually a couple. It was about this right after uh, the incident happened. Uh, my grandma uh, lived in Manistee County. Okay. 
um she she's since passed away so mm. um I, w- I was at her funeral and that was pretty conservative pretty safe there was like trump oh, yeah. everywhere. Oh, yeah. dude manistee is like there's yeah 400 people up there it's uh they've got a little river casino and uh some lighthouses and it's they totally all cool. have more firearms than all of the u.s military <laughs> but that's where I like where I live it, it, when you're heading up north it is nothing but still Trump like signs uh flags yeah. there's like this big tr- I, like Joyce will ask me she's like where are you at right now like as I'm driving home I'm like I'm by the Trump barn because like there's this huge <laughs> yeah, fucking barn with Trump painted on dude it's hilarious man it is like and they have like some guy on the east side of the street or the road has this Biden statue thing and he like it does like like gimmicks with it so like this time around it has like this balloon like it's a fucking spy balloon and it has like <laughs> like u.s secrets on it and he's like it's it's got biden's like face going you know it's that's he, like he does that all like he changes it like once a month to something new it's freaking ridiculous it's totally trump country where, where i'm at very good yes that's cool the reality is once you get out of like the metro detroit like tri-county area it's all it's all conservative yeah. uh, maybe maybe grand rapids is a little artsy and and, and leftist and flint, over there but, but yeah like yeah. flint i don't know if i i, I think i would choose detroit over flint no nah, detroit is way rougher than fucking flint I no know. i would choose I the netflix documentary on flint and <laughs> yeah flint <laughs> dude i know I people know. who worked in flint compared to detroit i'm sorry it ain't nothing man detroit that's is just that's just dave because he was a detroit cop he's just biased he's letting I'm his not. bias show yeah, I'm is. not. I don't. I wasn't even ever a cop. I'm just. I've been pretending <laughs> this whole fucking time. Yeah, <laughs> just true. been working security the entire time for over 25 years. <laughs> oh I mean, my! He's gosh. a pre-responder, which is even more important than yeah. a first responder. Guys, get it yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. He's one of the. So how important guys. I was. I got a phone call. <laughs> That's true. That's undeniable. That is uh it, and and thank you for that by the way because now I know where we stand and where the show of priority stands because like Kyle certainly knows where he stands that phone call was more important than Kyle like <laughs> I know what the heck my only defense is yeah but they called twice and if somebody calls twice like all of a sudden it's like a it's like an urgency level like oh I gotta get this somebody called twice I don't know I'm an idiot this yeah, is my favorite thing every time I uh drive to my parents house <laughs> yes. is that on fence that's not my fence is it no it's just some random fence it's like three random flags and then all the neighbors around it are all like these liberal like uh candidate poster things all the time and then it's just this it makes that's me so funny, happy dude. hey kyle uh, did you ever meet president trump yeah a couple times yeah is he as nice as i think that he is he is a really nice guy. Um, he's down to earth. He's just he just yeah, wants absolutely. to like help the country. He just wants to do right. Just like in Home Alone 2. Just wanted That's to true. help Kevin find his way. <laughs> and that he did. And we're all just little true. Kevins. You're pretty uh you're pretty pretty unashamedly outspoken politically, it seems like, right? Like you you come across as a like, hey, Trump's my guy oh, guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty conservative. Do you, what do you think about DeSantis? I'm not getting into that debacle. Okay. Out of every question we could possibly ask <laughs> that, that you would not want to answer. I don't know, like, you know, how big is your penis? Uh, you, 
How That's four point seven. <laughs> All of a sudden. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh shit! That's amazing. I love it. Has anybody ever asked you if you would run? If you would ever want to run for office? No. Yes, people have asked me, but no, I would never run for office. Why? You have no poll in office. You have more poll being a lobbyist, putting mm -hmm. pressure on the congressmen, congresswomen, senators to pass laws and pretty much work for the people than you do in office because you're just working for somebody at that point. Like mm -hmm. you're just getting told what to do by the higher ups. Yeah, that's uh, a that's a good pretty point. Accurate. I always look at it like. <clears throat> You know, people go, some people, or a lot of people probably go into politics nobly, right? They have the idea that they're going to change the world and do all this other bullshit. But then when they realize it's the only way that they can feed their family, then everything fucking changes, you know? Then all of a sudden, everything is on the line, you know what I mean? So it just, it becomes this, a whole different thing. It's not, it's way less about doing good and, you know, all that proper shit, and it becomes this. <laughs> this way to feed your family it's never enough never enough money to feed the family right so <laughs> what's the detroit documentary robocop i saw robocop. <laughs> <laughs> for, those, for those that will hear this on audio somebody commented i saw the netflix documentary documentary about flint but the detroit documentary was way more intense the detroit documentary was called robocop <laughs> What was that one uh, movie? It was filmed in Detroit. It had like the alien cop and then the other one. Was that Detroit? It was, I think um, the movie, wasn't it just, there's a game called Netflix? Detroit. It was on Netflix. You know what yeah, I'm it was the Netflix one. Um, oh, shit. Bright? Yeah, yeah Bright. Right. That movie was that Detroit or was it? I don't yeah. know. I remember it. I think huh. I think so. That was I think it was filmed partly here too. Yeah, but I like that movie actually. I mean, yeah, we I talked, did too. I think we talked about that on the podcast before, didn't yeah. we? We did yeah. a review of Bright. Yeah, that's yeah. good times. So, did you were you a Trump guy before you ever met Trump, or were you like, yeah, whatever? And then you met him, and then through conversation or connection, you were like, man, I actually really, I actually really dig this dude. So, when I was before everything happened, I was a Trump supporter, but I wasn't very political. I was like, I didn't really give a crap. I didn't know anything about politics. I didn't know. I was like, oh, how, how the heck is this going to affect me? But then now as I've gotten older, I've gotten more involved. I'm like, okay, so what they're doing right now, they're coming after this law and they come after this law. It reads in there that it's going to affect this law. So if they sign that, it takes away that. Therefore, it infringes that and we're left with a broken constitution and a broken system so yeah my like we need the right people involved and i have a voice to maybe be an advocate or a lobbyist for people to go out and vote for the right politicians and make connections so hopefully they vote the way i want them to vote mm -hmm. yeah no kidding um yeah I, i'm, I'm Detroit, pretty you I'm, can't even own a rifle can you mike i own a few <laughs> ATF is about to kick in your door. <clears throat> well, it's a shame. It's just, it's a shame they, they won't get very far with me still uh, alive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can't say that, Mike. Yeah. yeah, and that's no, out for the whole. No, there's only, uh, there's only one way that ends, um, and it's not good for me, probably. <laughs> no, not, not at all. <laughs> We've seen I don't, shoot, Mike. It's not one man against the world <clears throat> against um, all of the ATF. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I uh, I always do this by my phone. The government. <laughs> I guess I'm a, I know I know it's listening. 
I'm on, I'm on YouTube. Well, we had uh, we on the last podcast we were a part of, we interviewed um, a dude that was an Iraqi. The terrorist whisperer. Yeah, he's called the terrorist whisperer. And he's done contract work for the U.S. government and all that stuff. He's in that whole space. And literally the 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 feds went into my YouTube channel and deleted a segment of our show. Yeah. Without us gone. even knowing. Yep. It was just wow. gone. Do you have it backed up on a hard drive? Yep. Yeah, we have it. Yeah, I also look over my it. shoulder everywhere I go. <laughs> you did They're before, listening. <laughs> I'll let you know they can't catch up to me on my Harley Davidson. <laughs> oh, oh, come. Good Lord. God. Well, that you've mentioned it on the show, it's a business expense. <laughs> yes. There you go. Write it off. Baby. It actually right does there. all come out of my business account. All my there you go. There you so go. therefore, does that mean Mike therefore owns your Harley if it's a business? Yes, it yes. does. Mean I'm that. not paid for this show. Yes, you are. No, I sent you, like a dollar on, dollar. I sent you a dollar on Venmo earlier just Damn to make it. me tied to this. No, you are paid. You, I own you. Specifically Venmo, though. You sound like a no, citizen. I actually canceled my PayPal and Venmo. I don't have either of them anymore. Really? I just made a Venmo the other day, and I don't know how I feel about it. Oh, it's owned by PayPal, and I was like, once they made their rules that they could freeze your money if if you had hate speech on your social on media, oh. they did back off, and then they still wrote it in there anyway. They literally lied to everyone, like, oh, we didn't mean it, and then they did it anyway. Did they really? <laughs> yeah, so I was like, does. I'm out. So I, c- yeah, I can't. Yeah, because like, what one person may deem as hate speech, because that's an objective term. Like, sure what is. you deem as hate speech may be different from what I deem <clears> as hate speech. Exactly. Exactly. Um before we before we go i'm curious what um if you can articulate on the other side incident trial now what you're dealing with in in your trying to defend yourself again what are the biggest lessons that you learned what 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 would you say is like your 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 takeaways if you even can maybe you don't have that yet i don't know not everybody is your friend <laughs> um yeah. that that caught on pretty quick hmm. trust very few people like the people you do trust keep them close but i had to learn to rely on myself and a very select few people i like maybe like rely on like maybe two other people in my entire life um but just keeping my circle extremely tiny and not letting but anybody infiltrate it or uh, get into it. That's one of the biggest lessons I've learned. Another one of them is like taking your mental health seriously. Like that's mm-hmm. something like I'm still working on and that I need to do better on. But if I didn't do the bare minimum, I would be like destroyed essentially. Hmm. That's good, man. What um what do you want people to know about who you are as a person that maybe people who are going to be bent only from media exposure to you may think? Like what 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 is your, you know, what's your core values, your characteristic? What do you, you know, as a person, what do you want people to know about you that everybody 
might think the opposite of because of the media. I'm not this gun-toting, gun-crazy redneck that everybody thinks I am. Mm. I'm just like, I I think I'm a normal dude. I know I'm not a normal dude um, because of unfortunate circumstances. And it put me in a situation to where I can't really be a normal dude. Mm-hmm. I try to live a normal life. My, the, my friends that I hang out with on a daily basis are like everyday people that go and work like a nine-to-five job. Actually, my best friend works one of my best friends he's a firefighter paramedic out here he works um 48 hour shifts mm-hmm. and well works yeah yeah you know plays X- that <laughs> yeah. but i'm just i just try to live a normal life when i'm not on camera or on social media mm-hmm. i just i know sometimes it may not seem that because i'm doing all these interviews and i'm posting on social media and i'm defending these law this lawsuit and stuff but outside of that, I just do normal things. Like after I get off this interview, I'm probably going to go watch a movie and then go to bed, like a normal thing to do. Now mm. uh, you you didn't say The Office or Stranger Things. That's true. You did not say that. <laughs> like I, I'm, I'm beginning to think you don't take me seriously, Kyle. <laughs> well, it took you long enough to catch on, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and you're supposed to be his clutch, Mike. What the fuck? Yeah, I thought I, I thought I thought I was. Uh, your primary go-to person to get through all this stuff. And now I don't know. Actually well, you... switched. Now Dave is actually. Oh, thank you. Well, Dave's going to let you down because he's going to be answering That's... phone calls about security. So he's going to take you to see Mike Hunt. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. Michael. <laughs> oh, Sam, Sam Hunt, Sam Hunt. Yeah. That's what I, mean. I was going to say. Cause exactly. it seems like, um, was there anybody that surprised you after this whole thing happened? Because um, you said it seemed like you felt more disappointment in your relationships than than people coming to you and kind of embracing you. Was there anybody that surprised you, like, in a good way? Like, man, I, I just never expected that, and, and this person came from nowhere. Um, because it just, it seems to me like... God, it just, it sounds like from hearing you talk, and maybe I'm wrong on that, but it just sounds like you lost a lot of relationships because of this whole fucking thing. Um, was there anybody that surprised you? There were. There were people that, like, I didn't, like, really have a relationship with, and they were like, hey, they came up and they helped, and um, a lot of strangers stepped forward and helped, and that really, like, that really took me by surprise that just a random stranger is willing to help and put their reputation on the line. That that's something that's really been a big, a big thing for me. Yeah. It's a big difference when somebody doesn't have anything to lose, but like you're talking about reputation or whatever, that's, that's a big deal. I like, I'm reading the comments. I see that the spam accounts are coming in now. (laughs) I've been, uh, I've been muting them and banning them. So I, <laughs> if you see something, I've probably already muted them or banned them. So that is true. You probably did. Yeah. <laughs> what, um, what can people do to support you? Uh, I know that you're, you're raising some funds still for your civil defense and all that stuff. So but point, if we can, you know, type a link in the chat or we can, you know, say it out loud here and you, Tell, tell people where you want them to go and how they can support you. Yeah, you can go to www.givesendgo.com forward slash Kyle Rittenhouse and help donate, um, send a prayer, a message of support. 
Um, and that's really helping with this civil lawsuit. It's helping defend it. Honestly, without without the people supporting it, um, I would be forced to like go bankrupt and just not be able to pay lawyers. Like, essentially, the woke mom would mob would win, and they would think it's okay to do it to anybody else. Anybody? Yeah. Do uh, do you think often about how how important this is? I guess for not just you, but for others who may ever find themselves in a similar situation, does that weigh on you at all? It does. It does weigh on me because I think about it like, Hey, if I lose this lawsuit or if I say, okay, I'm just going to settle out. It's a new precedent. It's saying, okay, you defended yourself. You were lawfully justified. You did the right thing. You protected your life. Now they're going to come after you in civil court. They're going to take your house. They're going to take your car. They're going to take all your money and destroy you and essentially leave you homeless and poor the rest of your life mm. over doing the right thing. So that's why I'm so like, they, we cannot let them win because it wouldn't be good. Yeah. Um, I got one more question. Well, feel first, free I'll, let, I'll let you know I'm donating the $1 that, that I gave you. Mike gave me. <laughs> Well, so jokes on you. I didn't actually give you a dollar. You just <laughs> lost a dollar to Kyle. <laughs> well, then th- I'm fine with that. <laughs> uh, my one, my one question I want to ask is, in one sense, I would say you would probably say, "Yeah, I wish that that night never happened." Because why would you? Why would you want to walk through all that you've walked through? But in another sense. Where where are you at with the question? Would you would you go again? No, hindsight being twenty twenty, mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. I would have I would have not gone again. I would have stayed home. But that's hindsight. I can't change that. It doesn't change yeah. the fact that I defended myself. The reason I say that is because I don't think anybody should have to live with the nightmares or the trauma I have and what I'm going through and what I've gone through and doing this, it's just, if I would have known what would have happened, it mm-hmm. would, I would have stayed home. Yeah. yeah. I think people look at like <clears throat> a situation like that, this, this horrible tragedy <clears throat> that we can all agree was a horrible tragedy for so many people involved and not, and it's so easy to desensitize, be already be desensitized to the situation. Um, because there's going to be a narrative one way or the other. Um, nobody, nobody actually gives a fuck about what the real story is or what, you know, because in the end that stuff comes out later, that's back page stuff. And so people don't realize the amount of energy it sucks from a human being, uh, when something catastrophic happens to them, something of this event. Um, and the idea of the, the, like you were talking about the mental, your, your mental well-being suffers greatly um and i feel like i age just, like 40 years it's in, 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 <laughs> honestly with you, with you guys. Thank, <laughs> well thank One god you have a good face yeah <laughs> oh yeah watch this brother <laughs> but, but seriously like it's 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 amazing how quickly you have even gained just wisdom in general on how life really works you know the reality of of tragedy of life and of death and it's it's a tough thing. I don't think people 
will ever quite understand that, but I wish to God that they would at least be open to that idea of, of what we, what is really just suffering, you know? Yeah, Any absolutely. final words? I'll give you the, give you the last word before we roll out. Well, it was great finally talking with you guys. Like I know I've texted you a little bit, Mike. Uh, I, I stalked uh, your son's Instagram actually before he came on. Elijah, that shit's boring. <laughs> yeah, I never yeah. do anything on there anymore. I gave that up <laughs> a long time ago. <laughs> but thank you for having me on. Thank you for getting to know me a little bit. And yeah, thank you for filtering through the hate comments, Elijah. <laughs> yeah, I, I did my best. <laughs> I did yeah, my best. I left a couple on there so they would feel comfortable. Uh, and then I'd get more to come out and mute. Them. It's gotta, it's gotta be weird to be, to be you where, you know, it's like, there's very few people that when you say the name Kyle Rittenhouse, they're like, eh. they're, they're either like that kid's my hero. Or they're like, I want to kill that kid myself. Like, it's just like, it's, it's, it's there's so yeah. there's nobody in the middle. It's like, you'd be surprised one how many people want to kill me. I, we did the analysis on it. People want me dead, and I'm just like, this? <laughs> <laughs> which seems like, and you wonder why you have pain, panic attacks. Kind of painfully ironic <laughs> when you consider their you position. Think? Good lord, <laughs> yeah. Ryan. What the yeah, yeah, that's literally the first thing my wife said to me. I'm like, hey, we're gonna have Kyle Rittenhouse on the first episode off the cuff, and my wife was like, all right. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, go all big right. or go home. I guess yeah, if you want people yeah, to love you or hate so. you, you know. Um, but that's that's just it. Like I feel like when when you said you would come on, all I could think of was like I don't. I, I just want people to hear from you. I just want to I want to hear your questions about your life and your perspective and you know what who you are as a person because it's so easy to do that with everybody a celebrity a politician a person you see in the news to just they you they become a meme they become a a caricature of somebody they might not even be, you know, you, and, and I just, I can't stand that. And, uh, certainly that doesn't mean that everyone is someone that I would like as a person or support in what they do, but it does, it does mean that it gives me pause. And I think it should give everybody pause when you see people going through circumstances that you're not a part of, maybe slow down a second, you know, right. <laughs> and, and think a little bit about the fact that they're people. You know, and mm -hmm. I think I think that's really important to not Absolutely. dehumanize people. Um, but anyway, dude, thanks so much. I'm truly, truly honored that uh, you came on. And you, you if you oh, want to yeah. be the fourth host, you can you can be. <laughs> it's a, it's not a paid. It's a dollar a week. Don't don't um, come into this. <laughs> I have been stuck since 2016. <laughs> no, There's no, a reason no. they call you the underpaid producer. <laughs> you don't want to be a part of it. It's really me. a misnomer. It should have been overpaid because I paid That's him way sure. too much at the beginning. Over, way overpaid. Thank you, Kyle. Yeah. Thank you, everybody that watched and listened or will listen. We maybe love you, maybe we don't, but you'll love Probably us. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>